What's up, my people? What's up? If you're listening to me, it means that you are interested in navigating this adulthood with me. So I'm telling you to relax, sit back, and listen to today's episode. And I promise you, you are not going to regret it. So let's get this podcast started. <laughs> hi guys good morning how are you doing what's popping what's going on how are you holding up for us undergraduates for us that are still in school that we don't even know how far what asu and federal government is doing with us i I think i saw a news where they are saying that this could go on for years for an improvement that we don't even know how far so it's not better to just go and start looking for a job like this or <laughs> just use the time to find something worthwhile and do or binge on movies like i was doing yesterday honestly i'm not i'm not i'm not much of a movie person first of all but i've not watched movies in a long time after the men's club but yesterday my no two days ago on sunday my friend recommended this movie for me citation man if you've not seen that movie i don't know i don't know what else you are watching see it's important that we support our nollywood industry that industry is really really trying its best not it's trying as much as it can because we don't have much resources to support the industry shooting movies takes a lot of money takes a lot of resources and you know we know how nigeria is now the the government are not exactly they're not exactly compliant to us so just support the movie industry and watch the movies anyways i just wanted to like draw something from the movie and what happened after it to the topic i'm going to address to today so today's topic is something about mansplaining patronizing and shaming of women i'm just going to like try to merge all the three of them together mansplaining mansplaining is like when men try to explain things for women when men want to like they try to talk for women they always do that most of the times but like when they try to explain stuff for women things that women don't know or things that things that don't particularly women's issues and how it affects us like they want to like impose their own explanation that's when it's mansplaining it's from explaining so they just added uh, mansplaining they're patronizing is you know when you try to like caress women like you know if somebody will make a a statement i want to tell oh it's not exactly like this it is that way or or you are trying to show support you are trying to show support to women but it's not exactly that support then we know of the shaming the direct and indirect shaming of women so i'm just going to try and merge all of them together in today's podcast so i was talking about citation in the movie is all about sexual harassment in schools right and you know speaking out going to committee to panels to save yourself so in the movie i don't know if i should spoil it for you but it's not it's a worthy watch regardless of whether or not i spoil it for you but the girl achieved the she achieved justice 
So the friend that recommended it to me is my good friend. And, uh, you know, I I went back to appreciate him for recommending it for me and, you know, talking about the things that I felt about the movie. For instance, we know that in reality, in real life, women don't really get justice when you report lecturers it doesn't it doesn't exactly occur like that so it's not so much about speaking up it's about the system is there a system to support you when you speak out how many lecturers are willing to to go against their colleague in trying to hear the side of the student that reports an assault you know so that was basically what i was telling him and he said well women should learn how to speak up now this right now is mansplaining right is mansplaining but this is the moderate kind of mansplaining this is what i mean by it he doesn't have any bad intention in saying no women should learn how to speak up right he doesn't have any bad intention. He was just like, okay, women should now be speaking up. But you and I know that it's not about speaking up, right? It's not so much about speaking up. It's more of, can the lecturer stop doing that? If a student, okay, if by peradventure it happens, is there any system that can save the student when she falls prey to these things? And this is exactly what I tried to tell him. Like, we know people should speak up. But it's not easy. Basically, I told him, easy for you to say. It's easy to say it. You know, that is the the moderate kind of mansplaining. Now, the extreme kind of mansplaining is when men now say, well, okay, some women actually say things like this, but for majority um majority scenario when they now say are you sure she'd not even go to that lecture uh, was she reading well was she reading well who, who knows isn't all these girls that used to go and seek notice of the lecture you should stop going to lecturers if they don't do it uh if, if you don't go and meet them if you don't if you don't put yourself out there then nothing would have happened to you like they are trying to explain why it happens you understand so considerably you can you can say that mansplaining can be apologists at times they can be apologists so when we talk about something like this sexual harassment especially as regards to women Men are not exactly supposed to, you know, tell women what to do. The main focus should be on stopping the system that has that, these scenes, these circumstances that happens most times. That's what the focus should be on. Not, or maybe how to get justice, right? That's where the focus should be on. Now, another case of all this uh, patronizing, mansplaining, and the rest was when this SARS protest was happening because I really have to. I wanted to talk about these things and I wanted to talk about it. So I'm going to just try to address it. So during the SARS protest, when it was happening now, 
um certain women that we are leading it aisha yesufu sanu renu then suddenly we started seeing patriarchy fc calling out women you know the all the these acclaimed feminists especially on facebook they were saying uh, it is only the real feminists that will come out and fight in the SARS protest for real, for real. That all these other feminists, they are not fighting for, for men. And first of all, why should women go and be fighting SARS people that are also men? Right? Because we have a common enemy. We have a common enemy as women when it comes to, say, harassments specifically sexual harassment is men men that are predators not not just every single man but but suddenly patriarchy fc now wants women to leave the focus of our sexual harassment fights and then come and fight police brutality for them and the defense they were saying is abi later now will still come out and say that that I be later now that men will that the SARS will still come and hit women, still come and rape women. But the truth of the matter is, whether a man is in uniform, whether he's not in uniform, a rapist will still rape you, right? Women's issues when it comes to rape is not about the uniform. It's more about the gender inflicting the harm than it is about the SARS. So SARS protest is not women's issue. Because if a SARS member arrests a woman, he's still going to rape her. He's still going to harass her. And if an ordinary robber at night or even a close friend finds a victim in a woman, he's still going to do all these things. So it's not women's fight. And those men that we are trying to do trip feminists that we're not fighting for stars that is the whole patronizing because they're trying to make women feel guilty but it's still the same men that when women are talking about their issues when women are talking about how if they go to yaba market men are grouping them the only thing they say is well maybe you should there is just their business it is like it is just them trying to find customers or it is just them that women should just dress well uh, why are you doing shakara that's the, still the statements they make they, they talk about it as a joke they they call it bants that is not serious so when women started you know the removing themselves from SARS something they still came back to good trip them trying to explain to women why they should fight for men mansplaining mansplaining and it's worked it worked considerably because many 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 of the many of the facebook feminists they started you know trending started doing it and i'm not saying that women should not fight for men i'm just saying that you're not supposed to explain to women you're not supposed to like you trip women into fighting for you men don't exactly fight for women they don't they don't so if 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 women decide today to start to go out and protest for rape men will not support that okay by support i mean physically support they may just say oh these women safe they won't really come out and join in solidarity as they were expecting women to do too 
So nobody ever, you know, really fights for women. So in cases when women are trying to save themselves, for example, this sad situation, women went there and they were still grouped. And this one is not even by SARS people, by their fellow protesters that we are men. So it's all about saving yourself. It's all about saving yourself. And then you hear people that say, eh, why are we even trying to talk too much? I be it's Arab people that just started started driving the other day that we should even be that we should even be grateful that nigeria is not like arab where women like are you are you it's 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 i really don't understand it it's heartbreaking because you expect us you patronize us by telling us to be grateful that we don't wear buka or that we don't wear hijab you expect us to be appreciative that we are not oppressed in the extreme angle and then you listen to all these things and you still expect women to stand in the forefront of any movement that concerns men and the funny thing is that there is not even really much things that affect men but we still don't tell men okay don't wear dreads don't drive flashy cars because it's ridiculous so it's ridiculous to start grouping a woman just because she wears a tight clothes but in that same movement that same sad movement that people are that people are trying to fight this year yeah, police brutality that this country have subjected somebody to women we are grouped and let me tell you the one that even shocked me the most an acquaintance in my contact that was my contact so i was telling him this you know like i was saying i was talking about the reason why i would never go out to protest because i said this i said i was not going to protest because one i don't want to die for nigeria and two i cannot go because people we are people are groups you know are not safe out there and this guy opened mouth and said well they asked for it you know they want okay not he didn't say they asked for it he said okay they wanted their bomb bomb to be touched they wanted their ass to be touched <laughs> i sent a couple of voices that were like um can you come again maybe i i didn't read what you said correctly like the guy was all like that the girls went there that they they were looking for it something along the lines of that they are going there to seek for men and I understand that there were some some of some things that were going around about people going there to find their partner, to find someone they can go home with. But the instance I gave him is that of those people that complained that they were grouped while they were protesting. And this guy opened mouth and said they asked for it. Well, suffice to say, I just, you know, told him, okay, if this is your line of thinking, bye-bye, let us call it an end to this friendship and acquaintance i deleted his number and you know that's it because i can't tolerate anybody that either has tendency to have that kind of mentality you know there is something like you there are some people you need to have in your space you can have different positions on liberality liberalism you know you can decide that i want a i want a housewife 
that's your that's your mentality that's your notion that's your ideology you want a wife that is at home that's fine but i won't i won't cut you off because i don't believe that or maybe hey let me use this one okay maybe you are a staunch christian that prays for six hours straight i don't believe that i should even pray for one hour but i won't cut you off because we have different views but when it's it's about cutting off is when you try to have this misogynist misogynist line of thinking you know it's it's x it's x me because we are dealing with mansplaining we are dealing with patronizing and the last thing i want to deal with is that one you know as i was saying please let's fashion that one as i was saying when men mansplain they also do it in terms of women's career you know let me give you an instance you can you, you that's because of that you see many women many of these very well influential women you know achieved great heights and when they come out in public to talk instead of them to tell us young and aspiring lo- young ladies how we are going to you know make it in life the only thing they'll say eh, i did it by the grace of god yes my husband was supportive but even though i have achieved everything i want to achieve in life yes when i go home i still i still mop the house i still wash his boxers i still cook the food i still trim his nose i still bath his hair i still blah 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 they want to tell us that yes although they are achieved they are accomplished in many aspects of their lives that they are still vicious submissive you know traditionally homely wife and I don't even understand it because, see, as I've not even become so busy in my life, I don't even have time. Like, I don't even have time. I won't be as accomplished as that. I'm busy in different places and I'll still have time to be cooking three hours in a day. Ah, uh-uh. ah. What's there in these women trying to... What's there in them trying to own... That they don't do certain things again. Why are they trying? But because they have pushed for them, it has the, the, the narrative has been pushed for them that okay, as you are explaining your achievements in life, you should endeavor that you don't put your career or your love for your career above from you know your tra- your the, the traditional roles that were meant for women at home. I mean Saturday. Like Saturday, I we spent three hours cooking, and I was so angry because those three hours there were things I planned to do in that day that I would have achieved it under those three hours, but I spent those three hours cooking food. I finished it in under twenty minutes or even fifteen minutes, and then people will try to explain to you, well, you are only the better career woman if you can do all these things and still combine being a mother. So you wake up by four in the morning, you prepare for the house, you do all this thing, you wash clothes, clean the house, you go to your job, you come back by five, you still cook again, you do all this. Only one person, only one person. When you talk about career, when you talk about how you love your career, but yes, so your family is still the number one thing. And you will, yeah, if they, if you are to choose between your career and your family, you will give up all your achievements in life just to, to show that you are a real wife. And there's nothing wrong with putting family first. You should put your family high. 
but the way the society has structured it i don't really like blaming the society but the way we've structured it you are not supposed to declare your love for your career above your love for your family it's like it's a taboo but we know money is important but i've digressed too much but the we should really interrogate the reason why is that why is like that it's because we've so much placed emphasis you have been so much patronized to think that there is a blueprint that we should follow as women there is, there is a blueprint so even if you have well achieved or even if you are you know the top woman in the world you are not exactly it unless uh, let them patronize you you are patronizing everybody as they are patronizing you to show how homely you still are in the innermost part of your robe and more so they expect you are expected to be humble you are expected to be humble you are not expected to be too accessive no i can't you, you not even i can't i can but when when you try to say okay i am great at this people expect you to you know tune it down let me give you an example there's something that happened on twitter a week ago or something mo or led one of the lawyers that we are helping people to be free from prison during the NSAS protest she tweeted something about how i think a, a governmental governmental organizations were not keeping to their to their bargain and this u.s lawyer a man a white guy he said i'm a, a i'm an attorney in the united states of america so like he can help so more tweeted back i am an attorney in the united states of america same exact thing like same reply and people came to the comments men literally telling her you are not supposed to talk to him like that she said the same exact thing even to the full stop even to the full stop the man used that was what she used and what they were saying is well you're supposed to be humble you're not supposed to, that that was rude yes that was they were trying to mansplain to her how to talk they were trying they were literally trying to talk and this one is in the comment section the guy said i am an attorney in the united states of america she replied i am an attorney in the united states of america same exact thing but they're telling her no she's rude that she's supposed to tell him oh thank you for helping me but i don't need your help uh i don't i don't need your help currently maybe later in future that was what they wanted her to say trying to trying to push us into being the humble you know teddy bears humble proclaiming doll that you can you can mold to whatever whatever you deem fit that's what they expect us to do they are explaining to you how you should reply as a person as a 30 at something year old woman and i'm sure some of these people some of these are still small boys though because if you look at the comments hey she naked god like it's so annoying like it's so it's really really very annoying that that's the order of the day that's because that's that's basically the order of the day and so because people don't want to come off as being you know aggressive as women you don't want to come off as being assertive you try to paint yourself as this vicious this vicious woman 
this kind and humble that is so people pleasing because you don't want to be to be regarded as strong-headed or tough or any of that and then there's another thing that women still battle with you know the male gaze male gaze these same men that will still tell you hey you shouldn't be humble and everything and everything it's still them that will come out tomorrow and still say hey i like a strong independent women you are strong and independent but it's still the same men that we still want to you know they are struggling over hilltop and behind flat they are still fighting over it I mean, the other day, my friend on Facebook, a friend of mine on Facebook, when Ngozio Konjiwala, when they announced that she had, uh, she might be appointed the, as, uh, is this she a person of, I don't know the police, I don't know, but she was appointed for something. And this guy made a post, I posted it on my status. He now made a post and said, well, that you see how people like Ngozio Konjiwala, Asha, that uh, nobody really talks about their beauty, that women should go all beauty with brains. And this is something I really, I still struggle with. Anybody, especially men, anybody that tries to tell me beauty with brains, I always, I shut them down. Because they, are, they, they, want, to, you, they want you to be defined. They want you to be defined by. Patronizing, mansplaining all the freaking time. 
。我听见咧，双工嘛，唔输得住你嘛。啊，你又听住啲双工嘛？你听住个听。Hey， honestly， they are all， they are all good， all these。They are all good because in the bottom, in the bottom of all those pieces, in the bottom of all of them, you will still find out that if you compute changing and twisting and bending your neck for everything they say, you will never become your own person. You will never become your own person. So here is what you got to do. Here is what you got to do. Examine yourself from head to toe without anything by the background. What kind of person? What are the decisions that make you laugh? Are you the very you know, traditional model person? Are you like that? Then do it. If it's beauty that is your own cup of tea, if it's beauty that you want to do, you know, you're just beautiful and because of your beauty, you get attention, you get favors, then own it. Own it. Drag queens are men. You know, nobody ever shames that. That's the funniest thing. Nobody ever shames them for making money. Have you heard even Abuja boys are like pimps, making, living off their sugar women? So nobody ever. So anything you want to do, you need to like own every single badass or even normal thing you want to do without the without without input. As regards to your opinions from men, as regards to your decisions from men, you shouldn't take it. You really shouldn't take it because you will have, you will get different different views, different views, and you will find yourself going in different directions that you never really find a purpose, never really find what it is that you truly want. So I don't know. I think this podcast is sort of all over the place, but one thing that is at the Cruise of it all is women look after your interests. Yes, that is the central message that I've been trying to talk about since. Look after yourself. All the explanations that men give, all the patronizing that they do to you, to your career, to your to the kind of of things you want to do, and the shaming because the shaming comes up in places like. Well, you are not exactly this. You are what is what of your family is not falling apart. Why? Why are you not? You are trying to shame beautiful people like that. Oh, you are only beautiful. What else do you have? What is your game? What has the thing done for you? Where is the thing you are and all of that? So at the end of it all, it is necessary that you become selfish about the things that are your interests. That's the central message of this whole podcast. So my dear females in the struggle. Say no to anybody manipulating you. Say no to anybody patronizing you, and say no to anybody shaming you. And please, our dear men, you know most of times people don't know when you start doing this mansplaining. You know? That's the thing; they really don't know when they start doing it. Sometimes they don't know, like it's become a, a sort of a second nature. So I think before you really explain things to them, or before you really You know, make these one-off decisions or statements about women. Try to ask yourself if you know you are making sense. If are you, if you are actually manipulating, if you are actually doing patronizing, you know. Okay. 
tutors every and asking for to just do my hair cutting on my own. So let's keep up the struggle in this our adulthood because our generation we need some help. So yeah, that's it. Have a wonderful day. Bye. And yes, get to your friends too. Yes, yes. People that you think need to share this message, share it to them privately. Okay, yeah, have a nice day.